This is the Polytechnicast. Hey, everybody. I'm Rob Stenzinger, and uh, it's been a while. It's been a while, and it's going to be odd if any of you are, are new. There's a there's a few hundred of you folks that I'm very, um, you know, pleased that check out this show, and uh, that's awesome. You probably already know, but just to get reacquainted, again, I'm Rob Stenzinger, and I do user experience design. I make video games, I like to tell stories. I am a generalist, but I dive deep in a few different areas. I'm just, and I'm a fan of it. I'm a fan of that that thing. I think I'm going to talk about generalist stuff coming up in a different episode soon. But for now, I had a different reason why I hit record. And a little bit of it to, was to get reacquainted. It's been, I think, since November 2018, since I've posted one of these. Uh, I yeah, it's been a while. I, you know, there was art sound off going on. That's the that creative challenge that you've probably heard me describe a whole bunch of times. And you know that that's done. It's a bit of a relief when you know things get back to normal. It's like the 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 daily deadline is gone, and uh, you know time to let other things take take more focus. Even though it's not that big of a a activity to do a bit of a recording and then post and share it. But it's still something, and it's still something in the you know with the um, I guess the constraints that I tend to put on this, which is I try to make something of use, both for you and for me. So that's that's kind of a spirit of service, and hopefully it comes through. Why again I hit record right now was, uh. <sighs> Gosh, there's so much that's happened, and uh, like one easy topic that I that I thought of was, uh, it's just funny how when you have a conversation with other artists, when you look at other artists' things that they share and whatnot, it happens to me. I think it probably happens to to a lot of folks where sometimes you think about their tools and their process, and not necessarily the sort of um, the the thing that they've built over time which is just not transferable. It's like we can talk about tools. Other people can pick up tools. Other people can pick up some habits and process, but it really, then it varies. It becomes part of your own experience. And so you can get really caught up in tools. And honestly, I, I'm fine with that. I still like to hear about what other people use, and that's, that's pretty great. But I know it's not the whole picture. I know that the, it's like this really simple surface thing happening and if, if I pick up the same brush, I will not make the same kind of artwork as like Kim Holm, right? I will not, if I'm using the same exact tablet uh, computer as Jersey Droz, I will not be putting out a comic that looks like what he draws. I mean, anyone's work or, um, yeah, you think about the, uh, yeah, anyway, lots of folks out there and their inspiring work. And I probably should have prepared a longer list to get more wider and uh, varied uh, topics and representation. My bad. But, you know, wide variety of folks inspi are, are inspiring. You see, the, you see them doing their work and, you, you know, you learning about the, the tool they use. It tells a piece of the story, but just it's not the whole thing. Boy, have I made this point. Okay, moving on. Um, yeah, it's been a while since I've done, <laughs> done a Polytechnic cast. Uh, Anyway, this, uh, this tool that, that sort of caught my eye recently, I started working on um, doing new workshops that are recorded, electronic, and 
uh, a lot like some things that I've had up for years on my Gumroad store and that are advertised through Lean Into Art as, as well. If you go to leanintoart.com slash workshops, you'll see them listed. Um, workshops I have like um, uh, Turning Jokes Into Comics, Laughing Yeti Monkey Spaghetti, or um, let's see. Gosh, what, I should I should go there right now so I remember them uh, and and do a better job. So, do do do. I'll go I'll go straight to my Gumroad store, and this will uh, gumroad.com slash Rob Stenzinger. Um, nope, gum. <laughs> I went to my GitHub by accident. Gotta love autofill. Gumroad.com. Um, <laughs> this is fantastic radio. So if I go to my products, uh, okay, so I have a few things. Uh, looks like f- like f- three workshops, one book, uh, one, let's see, I guess one sort of workshop educational book, and then two comics. And uh, so, yeah, I mentioned turning jokes into comics, but then there's also storytelling to make your comics UI awesome, and then there's making video games from comics. And then there's uh, this one that's kind of a hybrid. It's it's a book, but it's and but there, there's no video, not yet at least. Uh, video game construction kit, underwater tomato ninja edition. Then I've got Arc Geek Zoo hidden talent, and then very recently I actually published uh, the mini comic, uh, the digital mini comic, two pizza team in a situation called no trash talk. Anyway, I was working on getting you know expanding this this workshop repertoire. I've been. Uh, Actually, last November, investing time in um, sort of generating and exploring ideas related to stuff that I know I've done that that has been just recognized as like, oh, this is pretty neat and useful. And then unpacking my thoughts about it related to collaboration and user experience and uh, just seeing where that went and, you know, just in a way doing like extemporaneous rough draft exploration through a few different, you know, seed, seed ideas. And and then, you know, this could become something else, right? Just like, well, this podcast and anything that we make, it always can become something else. And well, so I started working on some new workshops and I was making really good progress on an outline for what became um, a new workshop that I published at Skillshare.com called Drawing User Journey Maps. And, you know, what's funny is, again, if I were on my game, I would have had this link already pulled up. Uh, So let's see here. So if I go to teach and then the classes I'm teaching... Um, here we go. Drawing user journey maps to design user experiences, gather ideas and collaborate. So that was, that was a big one. That was sort of digging in through a pretty serious complex topic and trying to turn it into a a sort of a a portable, useful learning experience and that, that could be less than an hour. And it ended up being like 47 minutes. And the whole idea with that is this, there's this collaborative thing that you can do in like a large visual way, perhaps drawing on a dry erase board, perhaps using sticky notes or large paper or anything that that lets everyone sort of see and participate in this experience of, well, 
what happens when the audience you're serving, a, speci a specific person within that audience, a persona, if you will, uh, encounters your product? Or what's it like just before they encounter your product? And then carry on through all the steps from there of, of what, what's it like to continue or become a user or a customer and where do things go all the way up until like completion, a, a, um, their objectives are met or they've moved on or whatever. It's a journey. It's a progression. It's a story with moments and things along the way that then you can, uh, you can use that as a, as, a, as a way for other people to combine their different ideas and perspectives of what they believe are, is important for serving this audience. And it's, it's a really handy tool. So that was me really just kind of going for it, like trying to pick one of those really useful things. And I had a plan where I was going to teach this class via um, like almost like how you see a lot of drawing videos done that are um, working with analog tools where if you have a camera pointed down at a table and I experimented with sort of rigging up something that could hold my phone above the table and hold it in a way that probably is going to get good enough audio from me just using the built-in microphone and decent lighting without shadows, all this stuff. And um, I did, I used like blue, blue painter's tape to mark off parts of the table that were just out of frame so I, I could make sure that I'm always working with, you know, tools and, and information in frame. So they wouldn't be all of a sudden off the side of the video. Uh, I got ready. I was going to go for it. And then it just, there was something about it that was bugging me. It's like, okay, I know I can get the information done this way, but there's, a little, you know, some trade-offs, a little bit of tension. Like the, the space wasn't quite enough, I thought, to do a robust map and to add enough layers to it. And it's, and, you know, like I could maybe switch it up where the camera was still high and I pointed at something on the floor, maybe. And you couldn't, probably wouldn't tell that I was, maybe you could. Uh, that I was working on the floor, but either way, you know, I needed something to get me more space. And then it was just sort of a, I know I think I need a whiteboard or a dry erase board. And I just, it's like, well, am I giving in? Am I giving, like, there's this tool that could help me solve this problem. I can work around it. I don't have to get that tool. I thought, oh my gosh, a, a dry erase board? Like, where would I even put it in my office? Where, would, like, it, so would it be like this other stuff where, in a way, getting my my office set up to do these these um, uh, you know to start capturing workshops, where sometimes there's me in the frame and all that stuff. I mean, it becomes a little like sort of video studio, which you know that was taking me a bit to improvise, figure out, it's like, oh, I've got clamps in my toolbox and I could bounce lights off of this. And I've got, I've got like a trouble light. That's a pretty good, pretty bright LED thing. And as long, whatever. Anyway, so I just started just sort of making do and, and, and it was decent. I, I was able to get okay lighting and, and all that stuff. And then I hit this one sort of, you know, bump of like, Gosh, it would it would be a totally different tone. It would be something that that I mean, hundreds of times in in my career, I have worked and collaborated with people in a room using like some kind of writable surface on the wall, and so it just feels so natural. and And it's like, well, where when does it seem like 
okay, where it's like to just give in and say like, okay, that tool, fine, I'll go for it. I'll, I'll do that. And so what I ended up doing is, is doing a little, little bit of shopping and, and letting, letting that help me make the decision of like, well, it's not like this is an untested tool or, you know, it's like, I'm like, I'm, I'm imagining a better world with this thing I've never used. And that can happen too, where you, again, you, you watch people that you admire using different tools and you think, well, hmm, what if I had that tool? This might be something. I, I think I would like that. And, you know, I, but this was, for, in this case for me, it was not that. Um, I'm definitely a, very familiar with, with using a dry erase board. But then it's like, well, how big and whatever, what, what makes sense? Well, what if it were on wheels? What if, what if? So I started searching and they are not very affordable <laughs> going just, you know, because a lot of, lot of offices I work in, I mean, I, I have not had to buy my own, my own dry erase board. And when I've ha- owned one at home, they've been just sort of the flat hang on, on the wall kind. And so I started to think, well, those are affordable enough. I bet I could figure something out where maybe I put a couple hooks in my ceiling in the right places and I can just hang it and roll with that. Well, not to draw this out, I lucked out. Big time, because it turns out there's this place that is not close to me, but it's at least somewhere in my metropolitan area, kind of the opposite side of the metropolitan area I, I live in, and, but, but it exists, and it had heavily discounted um, office supplies. And uh, I, you know, just reaching out through Craigslist, it's always, you know, you, know, you, just, you just never know. But it, it's, it seemed that it was legitimate enough. And then once I, you know, they were, they, were, they were good on a price and said where they were, then I found out, oh, this is a real, this is a business. That's, that's fine. Um, I'll go there and, and not worry that I'm driving an hour to hope that someone will meet me in a parking lot. You know, Craigslist, that can work out, but it doesn't always work out. Okay, so... What I ended up getting was this standing uh, dry erase board on wheels that I got a fantastic deal on. I mean, it's it just, you know, for essentially, yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess it was, what was it, 150 bucks, um, where I think it retails for like about 500 and I And so I thought, that's fair. And it was brand new. Like, I literally had to pull the, the factory tape off of it. Still, it's almost too good of a deal, and you, you wonder, but it turns out the, this place, this business is sort of, um, it's a warehouse that helps liquidate stuff that got returned through, I think, one of the other, one of the big office supply places, like Staples or something like that. And, okay, so that worked for my budget. I was able to, you know, fit it in my car, because, uh, yeah, it's not small, but... It's, um, but it sort of stands in portrait mode in, instead of landscape because I was trying to, I was like, gosh, one of those white, one of those uh, dry erase boards that stands in landscape, that's going to be this, that's going to be like a giant piece of furniture. What am I going to do with that? Nope. It wasn't that it's, it fits, it works really great. It's been a fantastic prop and, um, feels like home feels comfortable for me to use. And I've, yeah, so I really enjoy it. So some, you know, the tools aren't the thing, but then sometimes they are the thing. And I guess for me, it's just trying to tune into when, you know, when, when, what is what. And I think 
I was really thinking and examining, you know, why I was looking to pick up another tool to finish this project along the way. And I'm glad it worked out. It wasn't the case where then I bought it and then I didn't use it. <laughs> it's been, it's been very helpful because it actually helped me create or, you know, was a, was part of the, um, like one of the modes, one of the, the, um, uh, parts of the workshop that I made next, which was called, uh, seeing and drawing happy kid, happy characters like the happiest kitty in the universe, which is totally based off the, uh, a workshop I've provided a bunch of times live in person called, uh, sketching the happiest kitty in the universe. So there you go. So now that one's out on Skillshare, and that's a separate experiment, too, where I actually offered that one for free. So if you're on, you're on Skillshare, you don't even have to be a paying student, and you can get to that thing. Anyway, more thoughts to share, and I think this will be like, let's call it like a mini summer season of the Polytechnicast. And I hope to uh, be back a few times somewhat frequently in the coming weeks and days and would love to hear from you if you have thoughts, reactions, questions, and about the topic, off the topic, what have you. You can always reach me via old-fashioned email where I am rob.stenzinger at stenzingersoftware.com. And on Twitter, of course, I'm Rob Stenzinger. You can DM me there or Instagram, same name. It's good to be, it's good to be back, and I appreciate you downloading this, and thank you very much for listening.